You know, a lot of times people think that when God gives them an assignment, that he's just going to magically make it happen. But that is not how the kingdom of God works. Today, I'm going to show you how that you can start planning in partnership with God and see his abundance come into your life here today on God's plan for living. Welcome to the God's Plan for Living podcast, where I give you a simple roadmap to living your ideal kingdom life. I'm Matt Tommy, your host. Let's get started. Hey, my friend, welcome back to the channel. So glad that you're here. As we're getting started today, make sure that you've hit the subscribe button. Make sure you like this video and also comment on it at the end to let me know what you're thinking about all the things that I'm teaching, any questions that you have, and even how we can do things better. I'd love to keep the conversation with you going as uh, I'm teaching you all the things about God's plan for living and really thriving in his kingdom. Well, hey, my friend, so glad that you're back with me here today on God's Plan for Living. So I want to jump into this idea of actually planning with the Holy Spirit, because I know for me, growing up in the church and, you know, not really understanding how the kingdom of God worked for a lot of years, I really had this idea that, hey, if it was God's plan for my life, it was just going to going to happen. You know, all I had to do was just be faithful. All I had to do is just kind of to show up and hope for the best. And God's going to send the angels to do all the hard work. And all I've got to do is, is reap the benefits. But you know, the more I understand how the kingdom of God works, the more I understand that we're called to co-labor with him. And part of the way, one of the really practical ways that we co-labor with the Lord is in our planning and in our preparation that actually activates faith with inside of us. See, a lot of people just just live in hope all the time. Oh, I hope this happens. Oh, I hope God will do this. Oh, I hope things will work out. Listen, hope is there to give you vision. It's there to, to fuel you inside when things get difficult. It gives you an intent. It gives you a focus. But listen, faith without works is dead. In other words, you can have all the hope and belief and faith that you want to, but the essence of faith is taking that hope and making a step toward it, actually doing the things that you need to do uh, with the Lord to see his plans and purposes for you come to pass. I know that may sound a little bit different than maybe other things you've heard before. You're like, well, I thought God was just gonna, gonna do it all. No, you've got to You've got a part to play in this. In fact, I like to say it this way. Pursuit plus planning plus preparation equals plenty. Now, I want to give you a few verses today to really set the stage for this whole teaching on how to plan with the Holy Spirit in partnership with him. And the first one is actually in Proverbs 21, 5 in the New King James. It says this, the plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty, but those of everyone who is hasty, surely to poverty. What does that mean? Well, that means that as you are planning with the Lord, again, all this is in the context of listening to the voice of the Lord, walking uh, in relationship with him, being sensitive to the voice of, of the Holy Spirit. As you plan with him, guess what? It will surely lead to plenty. Well, surely that kind of seems like a guarantee, doesn't it? Well, I love guarantees from God's word. All right. That is, as you are planning, as you are doing the work that you need to do with the Lord, plenty is going to be the natural result. That's a great, great promise. All right. Now, the second verse is, is this, Proverbs 21, 31. 
It says this, the horse is prepared for the day of battle, but the, and deliverance is of the Lord. Now, what does that mean? Well, that means, hey, you got a horse, you got to get that thing prepared. You got to get him washed and cleaned and, and trained and, and to do all the stuff. But guess what? Deliverance in the battle, that isn't the job of the horse. That isn't the job of you. You're doing everything you do to prepare. But what happens? Deliverance is the responsibility of the Lord. That's again, a wonderful promise that says you and I have a part to play in getting the horse ready and making sure that we're prepared, making sure that we planned. But guess what? Deliverance in that situation is from the Lord. Just like in the other verse, the bringing of plenty in that situation, that abundance that flows from God, that's God's responsibility. All right. Now let's look at a third verse, Proverbs 16, three. All right. And this is in the NIV. It says, commit whatever you do to the Lord and he will establish your plans. So what does that mean? As you're doing something, as you're planning with him, as you're preparing, as you're doing the things that you do, commit it to the Lord and what? Your plans will succeed. In other words, when you submit the things that you're doing to the Lord, when you involve him in this process and allow him to guide you through that process, guess what? They will succeed. See, these are promises from God. These are not just, oh yeah, well, maybe they'll succeed if it's a good idea and, and all this sort of thing. No, as you learn to listen to, to the voice of the Lord, as you learn to hear his heart, as you learn to embrace your unique design and pursue your assignment in the kingdom, and you start planning and preparing and pursuing that, guess what? You can count on the fact that God's going to be opening doors of supernatural provision, of divine appointments, of, of opportunities for you to do the thing that he's called you to do. One of my favorite verses in Proverbs 16 is Proverbs 16, 9, and it says this in the NASB. It says, the heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Wow. So you mean, as I'm planning my way, as I'm doing the work that I need to prepare to get the knowledge and wisdom and understanding that I need and whatever it is that God's called me to do, as I commit that to him, what's he going to do? He's going to establish my ways. Listen, God is outside of time and space. He's already down the road that you're walking. He already sees where you're going. He already sees what you need. In fact, part of, of what that, that word Jehovah Jireh that we all you know say is you know God our provider, part of that is actually the God that sees and provides. God sees what you need. He sees where you are. He sees where you're going and provides everything for you and establishes your way. I like to think, it's almost like he's placing your feet in every place that, that you need to walk. Every place you place your feet, what? You're taking the kingdom of God. You're walking in the things that God has for you. And so planning and preparation is one of the most practical and powerful ways that you can co-labor with the Lord. And so the first thing I want to say in, in this little this little idea of, of starting to plan with him is number one, pursuit. Pursue the Lord. Pursue his presence. Pursue his voice. Pursue uh, worship and engaging with him on a regular basis. Ask him questions. Learn to, to know how he thinks. Learn to know what he feels. Learn to, to recognize how he's moving in and through and around you. Learn to pursue 
knowledge and experience and history with the Lord. Why? So that you can be sensitive to the things that he wants. You can't just go out and plan things on your own. Just come up with ideas and say, well, I'm just, I'm just going to commit it to you, Lord. Bless my mess. And I, I hope this works out. No, that's not the way this works. The Lord says it, in, in Psalms, you know, delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. But guess what? The more you're with the Lord, the more you desire him and the more you desire the things that are on his heart. It all comes out of pursuit. So firstly, pursue the Lord. Secondly, plan. That is, put things to paper. You know, Habakkuk says, write the vision down, make it plain so the runner can run with it. If you don't know where you're going, if you don't know what God has called you to, there's no way that you can make plans uh, to, to actually move in that direction. So as you're with the Lord, as you're in his presence, write those things down, plan, and then number three, make preparation. That is, do the practical things that you need to do to actually implement the plans that God has given you. Listen, just having a plan is not enough. Again, faith without works is dead, right? You can't just have a hope in your heart and hope that everything comes out all right. Hope by itself is not a strategy for living, but it's hope mixed with faith and action as empowered by the Holy Spirit, that's how you begin to see the kingdom manifested in and through your life. And so what do we know? Well, as we pursue the Lord, as we plan, as we make the practical preparations and execute the things that God's called us to, what can we, what can we count on? We can count on that the fruit of that process is plenty. The fruit of that process is abundance. The fruit of that process is us walking in everything that God has for us. Now, listen, does that mean everything's going to go right all the time? Does that mean that you're never going to have another problem? This is some prosperity gospel. Oh, everything's going to be coming up roses all the time. No, Jesus said in this world, you're going to have trouble. But what? Take heart because I've overcome the world again as you're pursuing him. As you're founded, as you're rooted and grounded in his love, guess what? You can endure anything. You can persevere through anything. You can go through any difficulty knowing that what? As you pursue him and as you plan, and as you prepare, as you do the work, abundance is always a promise of the Lord. Listen, my friend, he loves you so much. And my prayer for you is that you will pursue the Lord. You'll begin to plan and invite him to plan with you. Write those things down. Begin to create 90-day goals. Begin to, to write down specific steps of things to accomplish in your life. Not everything in one day, but little by little, step by step. Remember, momentum begins with your very first win. It grows and grows as you do it again. And as you start getting those little wins, those little actions, those little pieces of momentum in your life, you'll start to feel the momentum of the Spirit uh, in a way that you never have before. Listen, thanks for being here. Leave me a comment. Let me know what, what you're thinking. Make sure that you've subscribed so that you never, ever miss an episode of God's Plan for Living. And I hope to see you again here real soon. Bye. Hey, my friend, it's Matt. Listen, just wanted to say thanks for being with me on the podcast today. I hope you'll take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss anything here on the podcast, as well as leave us a review and let us know how much this podcast means to you. Until next time, my friend, I love you. And remember, you were created to thrive. Bye.